properties are cozy and snugged. We own many properties. Why is that important? Because that's one way how to make money. And that's one way how to feed your family. I love it. Good job. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Stephen Lee, Blackwall Podcast. I'm your humble uh, guide through this transmission and uh, apparently turbulent world of investing and banking that we got going here. In the beginning of 2023, uh, Pisces season, it's always something fun, right? Guys, this is a special episode. Like I said, I would want to continue to chronicle something that's not being covered in uh, mainstream media and given the attention that I feel like it deserves. So we're going to go ahead and do our job and facilitate the conversations and the thought process of the 2023 bank run and bank collapse that we are living in. And we're living in it, and there's a concerted effort by so many different entities to try to mute and lessen the apparent writing on the walls and outcry on and from concerned investors and citizens coast to coast, globally, worldwide. Over the weekend, we've had another bank collapse. So this is now three major banks that all are holding $100 billion plus balance sheets have gone unsolvent, right? They're trying to to use these fancy words to fucking confuse us. Unsolvent means bankrupt. It means fucked up. It means they don't have what they say they have to cover what they say they can cover. That's the, that's the, the layman uh, language of it. I'm not, I'm not here to get into uh, a vocabulary contest with a spelling bee attached, right? Let's call it what it is. They fucked up and multiples of them have fucked up in the same way coast to coast. And we're finding out that they have global implications because they have global people who are depositors, who have money in these banks, who have investments, who have loans, who have everything or in bed with them in business with the banks. And so the president of the United States came on TV today at nine ish and Uncle Joe told us there's nothing to worry about. Your deposits are safe, right? And from that moment on, I heard every analyst pugnant that is paid by somebody to get on TV and tell us this is not contagious. This is an isolated incident, even though it's three different banks. Not sure how something could be isolated when it's three different things, but whatever. Um, And there's nothing to worry about. Don't panic. Don't panic. I literally heard everything from congressmen to the president to CEO of banks to financial analysts all today say the same exact fucking line. Don't panic. Don't panic. Everything will be okay. Don't panic. Right? And these are the same exact people who told us that inflation was transitory as I was at the gas station about to put $6 a gallon this past summer in my car telling me it's transitory. Okay. 
So if we haven't figured out already that these people are not to be trusted and we have to dig deeper and do our own research, then we got a big problem. So I noticed today that I'm glued to the TV. I think it's like Armageddon. This is almost like exciting for me. I'm a financial nerd, right? I'm geeking out over here. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is once in a lifetime stuff. We're watching a classic bank run. Stuff hasn't happened in 100 years. And everybody's just moving around like nothing's happening. And as they're sitting here talking about the implications of this, the number one thing that comes up, well, the banks that do make it through this are all going to tighten up their credit restrictions and their credit criteria. And who are the sectors that benefited from the free money area? And of course, commercial real estate came up. You know, it did. Commercial real estate came up. Well, the different sectors and they start breaking down the different sectors. This sector is doing better than that sector. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we all know that everybody has not gone back to work ever since COVID. A lot of offices and a lot of remote jobs and all the stuff that didn't exist before COVID have stayed. A lot of offices have never gone back. A lot of companies are like, why are we paying tens of thousands of dollars to lease office space? We we made it through just fine. It's happening in a lot of major cities. You guys know it. You know it because in other cities like Austin and Houston and Atlanta and Phoenix, the people are leaving these places that used to have offices and living in these other cities, driving up the price and working remote. The world has changed. This is the new world order. This is what everyone was talking about. And now we're in this situation. And while the Oscars is going on and everyone's kikiing and kukoing in L.A., they're over in Washington, D.C., making a back room deal. Right? The Treasury Department and the FDIC came up with this genius plan along with the White House. So these banks have these toxic assets that are now worth 30 cents on the dollar, call it. 40 cents on the dollar, 30 cents on the dollar. Who the fuck knows? But they're worth so little that they made these banks go upside down. These banks are no longer solvent. They're they're no longer afloat. And the government says, we're going to give you face value for that. So whatever you say they're worth, we'll, we'll pay that. We'll give you the money for that so you can keep going in your business, right? And people don't lose their money. That's what they say. People don't lose their money. Well, the depositors don't lose their money, but the bondholders, the shareholders, all those other people do lose their money. And those are the people who are the investors, right? Those are the people who bought the corporate bonds. Those are the people who bought the stock. They're fucked. Yeah, the people who had... Over a quarter million dollars sitting in that bank, they're they're able to keep their deposits. Think about that. Do you have a quarter million dollars in any bank? So does that really apply for you? Sounds like that applies for the people who made this fucking happen. That's not right. And you know that's not right. But that's what's happening. And they're masking it as the mom and pop who had the 30, 40, 50,000. You know, this is for you. No, it's not. This is for the people who had got fat and rich off of the free money era. And this is all coming to bear. So they say we're going to cash in and give you 100% of the alleged value of these things. And now you have a year 
to try to clean it up, figure it out. And they're calling it some fancy name. You know, they have some acronyms. They call it this Fife Defeat. So who the fuck cares what they're calling it? But what they're not calling it and making sure they're running around all day today saying, this is not a bailout. Now, how is this not a bailout? And how is this not a financial calamity and crash? Now, they're saying it's a crisis, the banking crisis of 2023. But how is this? Their their solution was, right, last hour, their best fucking idea they came up with, right? Think about this. The best idea that all these people who get paid tons of money, have tons of experience, who run our whole global financial market, the best idea they came up with on Oscar Sunday was, we'll just loan you the money on the toxic assets like nothing ever happened, like like they're not devalued. And then a year later, you know, they should pop back up. And if they don't, then we'll just extend it out another year. $600 billion worth of assets. Now notice, when this whole shit started on Wednesday, we were talking about Silvergate. Everyone's, oh, it's only, you know, $50 billion. That bank is a small regional bank. And I keep thinking to myself, well, that, you know, $50 is going to add up. Ah, whatever. Then the next one falls. Oh, it's, you know, 100, 150 billion. Oh, it's no big deal. They say billion like it's nothing now, right? Like it's not a big deal. Yeah, okay, cool. Then they come with the, oh, this one had 200. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you're doing the math with me, y'all. 50, 150, and 200 is what? Right? That's 400. Now, Sunday night, we're at 600 plus billion. What the fuck is going on around here? But yet, they want to blame everything. Oh, people move money with the speed of technology now. It's, they don't have to go and make the physical deposits. I've heard every excuse today on the mainstream financial news. I've watched it all day. I've watched in Asia. There's companies in India that had money in this. That were like, we don't know if we can continue to run the factories if they don't cover that money, right? There's real problems, real startups, real companies, real IP, real shit going on that were holding their money in these banks because they were the only ones that would write the, the loans, that would underwrite this crazy shit that was going on, right? Oh, I want to do a stable coin and uh, it's called Dogecoin. I need the uh, $600 million to do it. It's a joke. How did someone fund a, a joke? Talk to me. No, I'm dead serious. Think about that. The people who made Dogecoin admitted that he started it as a joke of a cryptocurrency. Someone had to finance that joke and someone had to allow that joke on the exchange for me and you to be able to buy it. I remember when it was at three cents, two cents, right? It's supposed to be a joke. Now, what is it, 10 cents, 15 cents, 20 cents? Someone made millions, if not billions of dollars on that joke. Who underwrote that joke? And now that same bank is playing us for the joke. So, I just want to do this episode, not here to, to do the conspiracy theories and bitch and complain. I'm just here to tell you, the writing is on the wall. For all you investors out there, the credit cycle is about to tighten up. You hear me? Like a fucking vice grip. So whatever lending conditions you are used to for the past few years, I don't care how good your credit is, they're about to tighten up. There's about to be a liquidity crunch. That means that everybody out there, 
Tighten your belts right now. They, the best idea they came up with was kick it down the road for a year. So we got, I would say, a year. I would try to do this in six months. Clean up all your debts, all your balances. Make sure your credit lines are squeaky clean. You do not want to go into this credit crunch and tightening cycle that we're going to be approaching to call it at least the last, I would say the last quarter, but prepare the last two quarters of 2023 to feel that, that rent, that, that vice grip of the credit crunch. So you want to have whatever credit lines you have now established, have them free and clear, have them in good standing, lock in the best rates you can right now. This is getting ready to fucking hit the wall. There's blood in the streets, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is, and then for me, I'm not going to lie. If you're a buy and hold guy, if you're a cash uh, woman, if you're if you're someone who gets it from the mud in the Midwest, some of these uh, markets that they they were not able to access capital on a large scale. They've been only dealing with the credit unions. They've only been dealing with local funding. This is the time for us to shine. Right. This is the time for you to shine because people are getting ready to have to let go of things in their portfolio because it, they got to make it even, just like how these big banks do, right? So I notice when the big banks do something or when the big financial institutions do it, they're just first because they have the most information. But it's shit rolls downhill, baby, right? I'm not saying nothing crazy here. So it's not about being long-winded. not going to drag this. This is a special episode. Everybody, watch out. Pay more attention. I spoke to my tax lady today. Shout out Patricia. She didn't even know about this bank crisis. So well-educated people that are necessary to the financial system are being duped. And I don't want everyone to be caught off guard when it's too late. God bless everyone. Appreciate it. Let's make some more cash. Um, I think daddy should make a lot of money so we can have more properties and make way more money than we're supposed to because I think making money means that we can that we can expand more of our properties and then we can make more money by having um, better properties.